Welcome back, party people, to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Sunday, July 5th, 2020, uh, and this is episode 32. Right, we took the day off yesterday since it was Independence Day here in the United States, July 4th, so we are coming to you live on Sunday. Uh, coming up on today's show, we are, you know, I didn't even fix the stuff that's on our notes, but coming up on today's show, Evo has been canceled. We're going to be t- talking about game prices and how they might increase, as well as uh, the Xbox Summer Game Fest demo event, all that and more coming up in just a bit. But for now, my name is Kyle Springer, and I want to check in with my good friend Ignacio. Hey, what's going, going on, man? Uh, I'm doing good. Everything normal. It's been quite a boring week, to be honest, because now I don't have any more classes. Yeah, we've now entered into our winter uh vacations, so I I haven't done much this week. Wait, I'm just so are, woken up late the, and are the seasons reversed? Where oh you yeah, you are. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, man. No, yeah. Uh, the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere have the seasons flipped to summer over there. It's winter over here. Sense. and yeah. Well, yeah. Because of the hemispheres. Huh. There you go. Science. Science, kids. Uh, sure. Yeah, so what... So what, what, I'm, I'm now oddly fascinated by this. What is the temperature like where you are? Uh, mm, do you mean right now or uh, yeah yeah like what? right now because because you said it, it was like winter vacation so it like i like you live in chile so i expect it yeah. to be like out of my ignorance like i expect it to be like hot and sunny and tropical and all sorts no, of stuff no, but no, i have no, no idea no, no. what it's actually like there no chile is more like it really is a lot like california to be honest Okay. Yeah, I think it's because we are relatively at the same place, just in different hemispheres. So it gotcha. is kind of like California. Uh, so, and that being said, we are also, the country is mostly on the coast. Mm-hmm. It's, since it's most, uh, all of it is just a narrow country. Most of it is on the coast. So that, of course, influences our, our weather. Right, we don't yeah. have much snow over here. I mean, we do have once you get closer to the mountains. Interesting. But okay. Since most of the cities are on the coastline, we don't get much snow. Granted, the city of where I'm at, we don't have the coastline. We're just enclosed by mountains right here in this in this city. So there are parts of the city where you do get snow, but right now where I am at, we don't get snow. Man, you learn something new every day. Yeah. Interesting. Uh well yeah, it's 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 been fairly boring week, I I well, I'd say. How was it yesterday? You had these celebrations? Yes, yesterday was good. It was fun. Of course, we're all still kind of in quarantine and stuff like that. Um so we we had a couple people over, not much, uh but mm-hmm. enough to to have a barbecue. Uh, we made some burgers, we had some barbecue chicken, we had some kind of black 
beans with, uh, I think it was ginger in them. They were fantastic. Okay. We had some homemade coleslaw. It was great. Mm. Had plenty of alcohol. It was good. How were the fireworks? Uh, you know, I, I, th well, there's been fireworks kind of all week, uh, though I feel like that's partly just the time of year, partly because of all the yeah. protests and still and stuff oh, still right. ha happening. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting time, but yeah, we had a lot of fireworks. I didn't really get to go see them or stuff like mm -hmm. that, but you could definitely hear them non-stop through the, they went till at least like one in the morning oh, oh wow yeah mm. but yeah besides that i'm i'm exhausted it's it's a <laughs> weird week because like i said it's it was kind of a boring week like not much yeah. actually happened uh but i feel oddly exhausted oh no i get it I'm stupid like that right now. It's no, it's hard that. work being la lazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's hard work. Too bad it it doesn't reflect on your body. <laughs> right. <work>. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, let's uh let's dive into what we've been playing. Sure. Ignacio, let's let's get the Last of Us Part Two update. Uh, I finished it. You did? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I finished it either Sunday or Monday. Okay. So much earlier than I thought. Than I gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so what did you think? Should, wait, should, should, should we do like a 10-minute spoiler section? It depends on you. Wanna... I don't know how much we want to go into spoilers or not. Let's, uh, uh, some, of, some of the things I want to say might be kind of spoiler-ish, maybe. Or I, I could here's, go around that. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set a timer on my phone. Okay. Ten minutes, and you will talk Last of Us Part Two, uh, and there will be spoilers. Uh, so if you have not finished it yet, and if you don't want to to, uh, to hear all of those, ten minutes from right now. Okay, Ignacio, you beat the game. What, what yeah. did you think? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't know what Fuck. to say. I like it's like I still at this time like that is I think my main thing. I'm just like fuck. Like I I I don't know if I liked it yet or yeah. not. Like I I I did, but I didn't. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh right now I can say I, I've said this before Last of Us Part 1 is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm -hmm. Up there, if, if we put in all of the Dragon Ball games aside, it might be my favorite game of all time. Right. Last of Us Part 2 doesn't get anywhere close to that. Interesting. To me, Part 1, without a doubt, I would say it's a 10 out of 10. I can't say the same for Part 2. There See, are I a think... lot of things... Oh, sorry, go I, 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 I was just going to say, I think it's still a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. However, I, I just don't know. Like, it's not necessarily the story I wanted, uh, mm -hmm. which is fine because ultimately I didn't really want a, another story. I didn't want a sequel. I, I, I thought it was 
really, really good. It was great storytelling. I fell in love with characters that I didn't want to. I didn't expect yeah. to. But it's it was still just like I, like, even though I fell in love with Abby and Lev, like, I still don't like what she did. Like, I'm still fucking pissed. And at the same time, Ellie, who I love, is out there, and I'm just like, no, don't, what are you doing? Stop. Don't do this. Like, you, like, she, like, I felt like she went too far. Yeah. That you know, I do share some of those thoughts uh, with regards to Abby. I do think that they did a great job of having you start to hate her. And mm-hmm. for me, at least by the end, I, I get where she's coming from. Right. Yeah. I like that the game, the game is capable of giving you a villain depending on, on whose eyes you're looking through it. Right. For Ellie... Abby would be the villain, but for Abby, she's not doing anything wrong. She is just trying to right a wrong that was done to her. She's trying to avenge her father, which is yeah. something that, that then Ellie does when Abby kills Joel. They kind of yeah. both have their same stories. They both are, in a way, trying to right a wrong done to them. I yeah. liked how they did that, how they were able to present to you a villain, but then have you empathize with that quote-unquote villain and have you see the villain more now like a main protagonist not not the antagonist mm-hmm. i the do is- think oh, go, go ahead uh, hurry i do think that the, the way that they did that could have been better done they basically have you play as ellie for half of the game mm-hmm. and then they take ellie away from you and make you play as abby for yeah. the next half of the game and then what they do is that they now take away Abby and then they have you play as Ellie again. And the problem yeah. I have I had with the, the way that they did it is that now you, for the first half of the game, Ellie is your main protagonist. She is the person that you're playing with. You are leveling, leveling her up. You're getting accustomed to how she plays. But then by the end, when you get to play as her again, I couldn't shake the feeling of this feels now foreign to me. Mm. Like, I haven't played as her in such a long time that it now feels odd to play as her. Right, and, and, and I couldn't and shake that feeling until the different, end. Different like st- styles. Yeah. So you play as Abby for so long in just one go through that by the time that you now play as Ellie, you it feels foreign, and I didn't like that. That was my kind of thing with the pacing. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I, feel, I feel like I understand why they made it that way. But I'm not sure that, like, intermingling them, where it's like you play mm-hmm. a chapter as Ellie, and then you play a chapter as Abby, and then you switch, and then back, and, yeah. you know. I, I don't know if that would have given us the same effect of, of mm-hmm. like, hey, I really wanted to hate Abby at the start. And, in fact, I did but slowly as I continued to play as her, it was like, oh, I like, I see where she's coming from. And I don't know if we would have gotten like that same feeling as effectively if they were mixed. Yeah. And the other big problem that I have with part two is the end of the game. Mm -hmm. I do think that 
by the time you get to the to the scene at the theater again with Abby, I think that the game should have ended somewhere around there. Yeah. Either after their fight. I don't, I'm not saying that it should have ended. It should have gone. I don't know. The fight ends and then the game ends all of a sudden. I think that they should have done something more in there. But I don't like how it does feel like by the time that Ellie gets to that point, she realized that the the path she was going on is a dark path. Right. She realizes when she kills Mel, she's pregnant and oh, I become a monster. I like how she realizes that and it feels like now she's going to change. This is the the turning point for her. But then the game keeps going on and keeps going and going. And she finally, she gets the happy ending. She gets to be with Dina and JJ happily in the home that they were talking about. They finally got the farm. But then Ellie isn't capable of letting it go. And then she keeps going down the path. She keeps going further and further down to the darkness. To the point that when, when you get to the, to the fight, the end fight with Abby, I do think that it, it was weird how they did it. Because from the point that Ellie is in the boat trying to chase down Abby mm -hmm. to the point where she finally gets to Abby, all that is in her mind is that she wants revenge. She wants to kill Abby. But then she cuts Abby down and then she lets Abby cut left down. Nothing. You don't get any inkling of her changing her mind, her character changing. And she's just walking with them towards the boat, and she's about to let them go. Nothing changed for her, or we didn't see any change, any inkling of a change. They could have at least given her struggling with the idea of killing Abby. But she was about to let her go with, for no reason. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I would say it was for no reason, but I, I get where you're coming from. But at, at what point did she change her mind? From... I, you, I don't think there was a specific that, point. I, I, I don't I, think that any there was any point. I, I think it was just a, a culmination of like, I've been through so much shit. She's been through but so much shit. She, they should have shown her struggle with the idea because like I said, mm -hmm. from the point that she is in the boat to the point that she cuts Abby down, you don't see any change of her, her character. Any struggle with... She doesn't yeah. struggle with the idea of killing her. Nothing. But then when she gets there, it's like, okay, I'll let, I'll let you go. It, it, where did you know, that come from? It, it might just be those, like, that spur of the moment thing where she's about to do it. And then she kind of realizes, like, oh, now I'm basically the Abby for someone else. Yeah, right? but like, they I'm, didn't I'm that show key her. character. At least they show that when she's about to kill Abby, when she's str strangling her and having her drown, they okay. at least show that she has a flashback, which is another problem that I have. I, I do think that that flashback she gets comes out of nowhere. It's not mm -hmm. like something triggers that flashback. It does mean like the director wanted to put that flashback in there so that Ellie could realize that maybe she's wrong, but I, don't feel, I feel like the flashback comes out of nowhere. Interesting. That, that the director put it there. Not that anything triggered that. I... I... I really liked that end fight scene, um, just because I like I I don't think a video game has made me feel that way 
before mm-hmm. in in the, the in this sense that like i i felt uncomfortable with what me the main character was doing right mm-hmm. like usually video games are are like hey you're the you're the hero you're super strong you can do whatever uh yep. and and it, like it, it's it's a big power fantasy and in this one yeah you you're wrecking people shit you're murdering them all and then yeah just like by the end i'm just like i i don't i don't know how i feel so. mm-hmm. there we go there's 10 minutes for spoilers how do i stop this there we go okay but but yeah so good game Maybe not. Uh, maybe doesn't live up to some of the expectations that some people had, but I still really, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think technically, for sure, it is a great game. And storytelling wise, I, I still think that The Last of Us is the best game out there for showcasing how video games can tell better stories than movies. Yeah, and I think Part Two is also an, a big, a big example of that. I think that the game still does a great job doing that. But I still think that the game falls a lot in so many parts. So, uh, mm. Let's see. You've also been playing Iron Man VR. Yeah. Tell me it a little bit more about out, Iron Man VR. came out on Friday and I've been playing it a bunch. Yeah? It's great. It's so much fun. <laughs> Sweet. So, it really I, is so, so much fun. Because didn't they release a demo not too long yeah. ago, right? Yeah, they released the demo. I talked about it when it came out. And some I of thought. my complaints that I had with that demo, I think that they were addressed now on the full game. I think that the problems that I had with the demo are not problems, problems anymore with the game, with the full game. Can, can you remind me what those were? One of my... <laughs> There were small problems, to be honest. One of my problems <laughs> was that you couldn't really hover. You okay. either had to... Because how the game works is that you, of course, play it with both move ones. And so if you press the triggers on them, that means that translates into the thrusters on right. Iron Man's gauntlets uh, firing up or down, or full power or no power. So that's how you fly. So the problem I had was that since that was the only way to accomplish flight, you couldn't really just hover. Mm-hmm. You either had too much thrust that you would go up or too little thrust that you would go, go down. And that there was no real way to just have it be that you hover. So they've now fixed that? In the, yeah, in the full game, they have a button that it's just you hover. hover. Okay. So that's one problem though. The other problem that I had was that the game, by the end of the demo, gives you another, let's call it another weapon, where Iron Man, of course, has his regular repulsors. Mm -hmm. You shoot lasers uh, with them. But then you also get a a secondary weapon, which in that case was rockets, which you could, with which you could target target enemies. My problem was that I didn't feel like their way you could activate those rockets was consistent or good. But uh, because the game didn't teach you, teach you how to use them on the demo, 
They just gave it to you and expected you to use them. Whereas in the game, they do actually have a moment where they have you train with those secondary weapons and they teach you how to use them. Okay. So it turns That's out good. that to use your regular blasters, you have to raise your hand and palm up or hand up. Whereas if you want to use the rockets, you have to raise your arm and then palm down. And that activates it. And I think okay. that for the most part, for the most part, it does work. Although in some cases, I I have had that moment where I want one weapon and I end up selecting the other one, and I just roll with it and whatever whatever helps me kill the enemy, I'm clear. I'm okay. Yeah. So how how is the c c c combat in that in that game? Would would you say overall, d d d d d d d d d despite that like wrist? Thing, up or, or down it's it's good combat it's so much fun to be honest yeah so for the game nice. is that you're basically iron man and of course you're like i said you're flying if you press on the triggers you're flying you're using your your thrusters on on the palms of your hand to fly mm -hmm. so that's how you move and then you encounter enemies that are basically drones flying around there are different types of drones of drones right and you're kind of like in an arena environment. So the game is basically having you fly around, finding these enemies, shooting them down, avoiding their attacks, finding the best strategy to... For example, there are some enemies that have shields. So the strategy that you have to implement there is that you have to let them shoot because them shooting pulls, pulls their shields down. So you have to wait for them to shoot. You have to avoid their attacks and then shoot them. Gotcha. So it's so much fun flying around destroying all these all these enemies. And although at first it does seem kind of like too much, ha you have to control too much because you do have to be thinking that if I'm going to fly up, I have to pull, I have to aim down with my thrusters. If I want to move forward, I have to aim backwards because that that's how it would work with those thrusters. Right, yeah. But by... I don't know, chapter three or four, you get so familiar with that that it's just so natural. Having to fly from here to there, oh, now I just stop. Now I just ground pound. I just go straight down with my punch and then fly, fly right after up to avoid the other enemies. It just becomes so natural. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really, it, it really is a cool experience having you play as Iron Man. It's such a cool, cool idea. Man, I'm just imagining it in, in my head <clears throat> right now. I'm just like, ah, oh, that's going to be so sweet. Yeah, how, it is. How is the story in, in, in this? Because I, I know it's, it's not just like in, in a VR experience, you know? It's, no, it's, no, no, it's an it, actual it is a cool game. game. Yeah, so how, yeah, it how is, a cool how is game. the story? So the story starts with Tony becoming Iron Man. And realizing that his company, Stark Industries, who is manufacturing weapons, he realizes that that's bad. Mm -hmm. That he, indirectly at least, he is causing so much harm in the world that he decides to shut down their weapons division and now become a superhero to change the world, to be okay. a force for good in the world. So that's how the game begins. Then it jumps forward some years. And then a new enemy appears that it's haunting 
Tony because of his past. He, uh, the, the villain, which in this case is Ghost, it tells you pretty soon what they plan okay. is. It's Ghost. She's basically taunting you, or not taunting you, torturing you with the, with the idea that so many people died because of the weapons Stark Industries, Stark Industries provided. So right. many bad people. So that's basically the game. It's Tony struggling with his past, trying to do good because of the bad that came from what Dark Industries did in the past. Okay. And for now, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Pretty simple one. That, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess if you've read Adverman's stories before, I, I'm guessing that has been something that has been brought up. Kind of, yeah. That, that's times. fairly standard. But I, yeah. I, I think that's a good place to, to start, and they didn't, like, try and go super crazy with it. Like, oh, mm -hmm. you've already seen the movies, so we're going to do this thing. It's like, no, like, let, let's just start them how it needs to be started, and then, hey, if they make a, a, a Iron Man VR 2, you know, then, then they can start expanding. Yeah, the game has already done, at least from where I'm at in this story, has already done a job of, expanding the world cool. you tony has been an avenger you do get that that quote at some point in the game where he has built avengers tower and also in the mission where i'm right now it's you going to the helicarrier and talking to nick fury about what's going on because cool. there's this new basically terrorist there so you have to go talk to nick fury to see what we'll do and you're in the helicarrier and that mission is you trying to protect the helicarrier which is so cool because you're in the sky with this huge platform that's so iconic. That's and you awesome. get to fly around it and you have to protect the the things that keeping up the helicarrier up. I forgot the name of it. But it's such a, a cool concept. But yeah, the game does a good job establishing a world. Uh but the one problem I do have with, with regards to the story is that I don't think that the acting is that good, to be honest. Mm. But I do think that might have that might be because of it is a VR game, a first-person VR game, where it's a different way of controlling a character. You have right, yeah, yeah. The I don't know. The game director has less of a control of what the person is doing right there, and I do think that that has an impact on the acting in a way. Because you, VR is about you being there, you being the character. And I do yeah. think that that might impact the, the acting in a way. But that being said, it's not bad. It's not terrible. It's not distracting. It's just not that great for a, a game like now Iron Man and Avengers and all that have, has these... Uh, the name means so much. It means high quality to everyone. Yeah. So maybe because of that, it does get some points deducted because of the acting. The, the one thing I can think of to maybe defend it in that sense mm -hmm. is since it's a VR game, like I, I just kind of imagine the focus is more on the tech rather than yeah. the like, hey, let's t t tell a great story with great a acting and stuff like that. You know, it's just like, hey, let's, let, can, yeah. can we make this guy fly and shoot things and stuff like that can hell yeah let's do it you know yeah that could be it but also the game has 
a lot of acting in it. A lot of they did put such a high emphasis on storytelling, and okay. there are so many characters that you interact with. Okay, but yeah, Fair enough. I mean, like I said, it's not a huge problem, but I do think it's a problem that it's brought on because it is a beer game, and gotcha. it's you being there, where instead of you seeing a character. But the biggest, 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 biggest problem that the game has is the long loading times. Ooh, they are so long. Oh man. Yeah, no, and it's made so much worse because of the fact that it, it is in VR, so you, so you are just basically stuck in there. Yeah, you're just sitting there. You can just look at your phone or whatever. So that makes it work worse. And if you're playing standing up, you're just standing up there doing nothing. <laughs> I've just had to put a chair in there because of the of the loading times. That's funny. But it's man. a problem that I've seen a lot of people talk about with yeah. regards of the game. I mean, now that we're almost getting PlayStation 5, mm. people have also been talking about a PlayStation VR 2. There hasn't been much rumors about it. Um, but I, like, I'm, I'm wondering if we're kind of getting to that point where it's like, okay, the tech is finally starting to catch up. Mm -hmm. Load times are really long now. We might need to start seeing some new hardware soon. Well, I don't think you need a PSVR 2 to solve that problem because the main console is what's doing most of the processing, if not all of it. The VR unit does some of it, but not... I didn't know that. It does some work with regards of converting the signal into something that you can have in the helmet and have the movement of the helmet do all that stuff. But with regards of the game itself, the console is still doing all of the work. Okay. So hopefully with PS5, that wouldn't be a problem even in VR. Okay. Makes sense. But yeah, like I said, it's so much fun. And it, they put so much work into the game, into making a even a, a, a fun playground to play, to play around with it. Something, one thing that you do in between missions is that you are in Tony's garage. And they did... Mm -hmm. put a lot in there to do whether it is they have a basketball basketball hoop there that you can actually use really yeah <laughs> i mean it's not a basketball hoop it's more like the one you would find on an arcade okay. okay yeah so that was fun messing around with for a little bit that's funny and also the other fun thing that the game does that i haven't seen really in any other game is that the game has a trophy uh, shelf or shelves where every mm. trophy that you you earn you can actually see there physically displayed. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I like that. Yeah, but but yeah, overall it's such a fun game. I I love playing it, playing around with it. Well, mm -hmm. about Breath of the Wild, looks like you're still playing that. Yeah, I'm still playing through it. Uh, I. I've beaten now two Divine Beasts. And right now, specifically specifically now, I'm exploring a bit more of the world, trying to get all the, all of the towers. I'm not I haven't gone to the third one yet. Uh I did do the DLC trials. Okay. I forgot what they were called. I don't know. Did you uh... play through the DLC? 
I didn't do the DLC because I've technically never actually beaten Breath of the Wild. I did the four Divine Beasts, be and it was like, okay, go fight Ganon. And I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to go play Mario. <laughs> <I've never been laughs> but yeah, so the first DLC that they released was basically... So if you play through Breath of the Wild, you do get to the point where you can get the Master Sword. Right. The Master Sword is dependent on the amount of hearts that you have. So it, it isn't something that you can just go and get. When you get the Master Sword, the way that the, the weapon works is that it has basically two... What do you call it? Two power levels, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Every weapon in the game has a stat of how strong it is. So basically, the Master Sword has two stats for, for damage. One that it is in its regular state, and one when it is used against certain, a certain type of enemy. Right. What the DLC did was that you go through three different sets of trials, and after each one of those, your regular attack damage gets closer to the secondary damage, which is higher than the regular one. And the challenges are so hard, to be honest. So, the, what you do in each trial is that you are dropped into different rooms, let's, let's call them. Yeah. And some of these sets of rooms has different gimmicks. Like, there's just wind everywhere, or it's all hot, or it's all cold, or it's raining with electric storms in there. So the game just throw you, throws you in there with nothing. No clothes, no food. No weapons, nothing. And you have to go through all of these sets of rooms just gathering what you can and using that to fight and find a way to to beat all of them. Yeah. And even the so the quote-unquote easy one, it, it is so hard. It took me a while to finish it. Because I think, for example, I think that the first trial has maybe 12. 13 rooms. If you, if you fail at the last one, it just kicks you out. You have to start all over. Oh, man. That sucks. Yeah, and the, as you go on through the trials, the, you get more rooms that you have to go through, and it gets harder also. So imagine being on the hardest one, getting to the last room, and you just die for whatever reason. An arrow that you didn't see just hits you in a way that it took all of, away all of your life. And you have to start it all over again. It's so hard. Do they let you keep, like, experience stuff of, like, hey, I've gone Well, the game doesn't have experience. Right, right. But, like, is, is there some way for them to make it so, like, hey, if I lost the first two times but i'm like slowly getting better nope. at it no you just get better just you just get good it's just you <laughs> learning how to do that one room okay i, I don't you. know if you played through a room say two times three times you get you understand what you have to do in order to actually be that room that makes sense but yeah no you don't get anything I've... if you die at the last one you get nothing and so I'm, I've only managed to do two of the three, of the three parts. 
Gotcha. And for now, I don't think I'll go for the last one because it's just, it isn't that much of a difference that you would get for the Master Sword, for the attack of the Master Sword, and also mm -hmm. it would take so long to actually beat it. And it, it also, when you go through it and you think that you have a, you have a chance go, to go through it, and then you die for whatever reason, it just, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> it makes you not want to go to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got on Breath of the Wild. Okay. How's your tactic? Gears Tactics has been pretty good. Uh, I finally beat the second a act of the game. Uh, there there's been some... There? So there's like three main acts uh. of the, the game. Beginning, middle, and end. And I finally beat that like second chunk. Uh, so I'm in the end game now, as one Dr. Stephen Strange yeah. once said. Um, and... Yeah, I, I I'm I'm still really enjoying the co combat. Um, I like I don't really have much else to say. I got to a part in the story that is a little bit more intrigue and story and stuff like that. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I was not expecting some some backstabbing and stuff like that. Uh, but it's still the story is kind of forgettable. Um, oh. but I I I don't remember exactly where this takes place in the timeline. Or when they learn kind of about the origin of the locusts, that's their name, right? The bad guy, no guys idea. with the the grubs. That's right. But... Um, something. But but yeah, like they in this game they find it out. But I remember playing through the regular Gears games, and they find it out in one of those too, like where they actually came from stuff like that um so i i don't know exactly how that fits in there but yeah i'm enjoying it i'm uh hoping to have it done before ghost of schema mm. comes out but how's the difficulty slow. uh i mean i'm still on the difficulty below what i thought was the default one i don't mm -hmm. know if that is the default i think i started the game out on intermediate um, and that's okay. they that that was like the like hey you've played some ta ta tactics games before and you're looking for a challenge, uh, and then I eventually moved it down and I kept it there, um, and I at first it was a little too easy, but it got to a point where it was just like this is comfortable I like this like I I'm, it's it's enough of a challenge where I know if I fuck up like I'm then I'm. No, I'm I'm gonna be in some serious uh trouble, but I it's still not super difficult. Mm -hmm. So it's it's comfortable, but uh we'll see. I'm like the, the, this is one of the games that I I think if they make a second one, it's gonna be fantastic. Is there only one Gears like? Yeah. Yeah, this is the first the first one that they made. Huh. Which I mean kind of speaks to it of like, you know, it makes sense for it to just be a tactics game cuz mm. you're ducking behind cover and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it, it just makes sense to fit in that 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 type of game and it it it, it does. It it fits super well. Um there's just things that I I, I think 
they could do better in and figure some stuff out, add more variety. Um, but yeah, like it, it's it's totally fine, totally serviceable. The gameplay is fun. I just think they are going to knock it out of the park once they get to Gears Tactics Two. Good. If 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 they make that one. Yeah, if they, I'm guessing they they will. I think so too. They... But I also started uh Ori and the Blind Forest. Ooh. I played about the first hour, so I'm not super far in. Um, yeah. I I got like my first map piece. I stuck that mm-hmm. in. I got the wall run or like the wall jump thing. Um, okay. however, I'm having a little bit of trouble with the wall jump thing, and I'm wondering if it's because I'm using a PlayStation Four con- controller. Uh, which uh I, I, again, it's like you idiot. Why are you using a PlayStation Four controller to play Xbox? No, I- no, I did because I I also played. I'm, I'm guessing I played more than an hour of Ori with a PlayStation 4 controller when I played. Yeah, See, I don't I, remember having any trouble. I I'm noticing that there are times when it does it just fine, and I can like run up the wall and hold on for a sec and climb up and you know get to platforms that I c- couldn't reach. And then there's times when I'm doing those buttons and it just does nothing like it it mm. hits the wall and just slides immediately down and i can't tell if i'm supposed to hold the button down or if i'm supposed to continually hit the button because it seems to be really inconsistent yeah. um but again i i've only played an hour so i might just suck mm. at 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 the game too so <laughs> are you usually um metroidvania Okay, got it. Uh, not really. Not not in the like two D platformer sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I like I've played through Celeste, which I know is not a Metroidvania <laughs> per se. That's but not it's that, a like, Metroidvania. Right, but it's not that same like two D platformer style yeah. of stuff, yeah. which I I liked that, and I I loved Celeste. Uh, but mm-hmm. that was also a. a like a type of gaggy game that I don't normally play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I played for like an hour and 15 minutes ish. And then I got to a spot where I like started dying and I was just like, eh, all right, time to go do something else. Like I don't really want to actually figure out how to do this right now. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how far yeah. I get with that one. Cause I want to at least try out Ori and the Will of the Wisps since that mm-hmm. came out this year, and that's also on Game Pass, but I thought I might as well try Ori in the Blind Forest first. Yeah. I don't know how necessary it is for you to play Blind Forest before Wheel of the Wisp. It's kind of what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, I, to be honest, I put this game down to easy because I, I didn't really want to actually, like, sit here and figure it out i was just like all right let me get the gist of the game let me figure out what the story is and stuff like that and uh you know hope hopefully soon we'll move on to the next one good that one i'll play on regular and see how far i get with that one Mm -hmm. not typically a type of game that i play so 
That's it. That's all I've been playing. Been watching a lot of TV this week instead. I've been uh, catching up on all the CW Arrowverse. Oh, where are you at? I just watched the Crisis on Infinite Earths cross. You watch all of it? Over. Yes, I watched it all. I loved it. I thought it was. It's it, it was a great spectacle. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that great in terms of storytelling and stuff like that. It was k- k- kind sure. of whoa, 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 whatever. Um, but yeah, just the whole spectacle of it was just like this is so cool. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was good. good. But uh, yeah, let's let's get into housekeeping, uh, and then we will get on into the news of the week. All right. If you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. Uh, You guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, or your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots, and all of our shows will pop up right there. If you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us uh, for as little as a dollar a month. However, at our $3 tier, we have some exclusive content, uh, and I just put up our most recent exclusive video. Uh, It's an episode of the Reactor Core in which Melissa, uh, one of our other hosts on our other podcast, as well as myself, uh, we are reacting to movie trailers from the 2000s. Uh, we've already done one on trailers from the 90s, and we've done one on trailers from the 2000s, and we are planning on doing one for the 2010s. Just to kind of get an idea of like how movie trailers have changed o- over t- time and stuff like that. Um, what what tr- what trends we see, we see, stuff like that. And it's it's, it's been a lot of fun, uh, and we actually have yeah. a bit of an e- e- Easter egg on the this one so if uh you're a fan of the marvel films you might know what to do stick around for the like after credits thing we have an extra we have an extra bit there for you to check out uh last but not least big shout out to all of our patreon supporters at the five dollar tier so right now thank you sam helping us out uh, we appreciate it. Thank you for supporting us for so long. Uh, and yeah, we appreciate it and we love you a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, let's get on to the news. Number one, Evo has been canceled. Uh, this is coming from Daniel Cooper at Engadget, who writes, Fighting Game Tournament Evo 2020 has been canceled after co-founder Joey Mr. Wizard, uh, Quailar, or I'm not sure how you say his last name, uh, uh, no was, a, was accused of assaulting a minor. The esports tournament, which announced in May that it was going online only in the wake of COVID-19 will now not go ahead. In a tweet, Evo said that it was parting company with uh, Cellular 
Gen, I don't know how to say no. his name, um, who no. will no longer be involved with Evo in a- 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 any capacity. Co-founder Tony Cannon will now lead the company, prioritizing greater accountability across Evo, uh, both internally and at its events. There was this one tweet that I saw. I think it was Imran Khan who tweeted it. And it was that it was Evo got canceled. Evo Online got canceled. In between lines, canceled. Yeah, it, this was. I don't an, know if you get the joke. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> it got internet canceled. Yeah, it, yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, this is an an interesting one though. Like yeah, I, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, cool. yes and and no. Like it, I'm it, <laughs> if it, like the guy got a, accused of assaulting a minor. Yes, good. Yeah. Like get the get the guy out of there. Yeah. I started seeing. I th- I think I saw Capcom tweet out that they were pulling out, and then NetherRealms tweeted out that they were pulling out and almost yeah. immediately after that yeah they were like you know what we're just canceling the whole thing yeah that's what i wanted to talk about so the day that everything happened i feel like it all happened so fast it did yeah like i remember seeing i had no idea about what this guy had done so i remember seeing on twitter i think it was more to comedy than their their twitter account putting out a statement about how they won't be on evil, how they are pulling out of evil. Mm-hmm. And then another company did that, and then another one, that same day after all that. And then by by nighttime, there were rumors, or not rumors, but I hadn't seen anything official, but people were talking about how evil got canceled. Right. And then by the next day, yeah, it all came out that, no, evil is canceled right now. Yeah. It all happened so fast. Which I'm kind of impressed that that's the move that they they did like i it it's like i i feel like they could have continued but the fact that all of these companies were pulling out right it was just like well they're not going to get to play mortal Kombat. they're not going to get to play any of the capcom related games i'm not even sure which games they had in in there so yeah like i I, I'm glad that they t- took such swift a- action. I'm mm-hmm. surprised that they made it that drastic. I think it's yeah. a good thing, though. Um, mm. But I, but yeah, yeah like you know, I, I don't know. Like it, it, it was an online only event. I think a, I think they were opening it up more to the public, right? Where like yeah. just. So on one hand, yeah, I'm also kind of just like, well, that kind of stinks for everyone else. Yeah, that that's what I was gonna say. I mean, I get it from the from a side of all these companies mm-hmm. not wanting their IP to be like uh, brought up in the same sentence as evil that's going through all this. So I I do get it that they don't want to be associated with that. Yeah. That being said, it does suck a lot for all the people that participate on evil that had nothing yeah. to do with any of it of it that they prepare so much for the biggest event in game in gaming competition 
yeah, all of a sudden, from literally one day to another, it all just went away. It does like for the lot for them. Interesting story in in yeah. but hopefully, yeah, hope hopefully they'll get things figured out. Uh, they'll they'll get things straightened, and next year Evo can c come back stronger. Yeah, hopefully. It was yeah. Number two, game prices for next gen might increase. Uh, this is coming from Ben Gilbert at Business Insider, who writes, uh, when this year's a annual NBA 2K game launches, it will cost the same $60 it has always cost for current gen Xbox One and PlayStation 4 consoles. But when the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X arrive this holiday season, the next gen version of, of NBA 2K21 will cost $70. A precedent-shattering shift in the price model that the game industry has used for consoles for over 10 years. Uh, this, I think, is a long time coming. I, I, I don't know yeah. if it's as precedent shattering as ben writes here i've i'm i'm kind of expecting this um but yeah it's still interesting to see that this is the the first like concrete like hey this is going to be 70 bucks yeah i mean uh i do get it but on this i it also it has been so long said for 60 dollars that it Right now, it it increasing. It is kind of like surprising to me. Mm -hmm. Seeing it finally increase, which is something the world has had to deal with, something that the U.S. clearly hasn't had to deal right. with. Because, for example, I, for as long as I paid attention to newer games, I think that every generation, at least here in Chile, games have gone up with each, each transition. So how how much do do you pay for a normal <clears throat> video game? Oh god. Uh, I mean it's difficult like talking about it in sense of uh, doing a conversion into dollars because the dollar here is it's ever changing. Uh so, so what's the what's the name of of your currency? It's a Chilean Chilean peso. Chilean peso. CLP. You can just say Google CLP to USD. Okay, so six. If, if I type in sixty US dollars to CLP, to CLP, CL of CLP. Uh, right? I don't know if that's right. Come on, Google. Uh, let me Google it myself. I did dollar to Chilean peso, and it mm -hmm. says that sixty U.S. dollars is forty-eight thousand one hundred and fifty yeah. pesos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so the, I mean, the, like, that is like right. I said, it, no, yeah, it is right. I mean, <laughs> the reason that it is so hard trying to convert all of that is that the that rate it changes all the time. Right gotcha. now, it's at its highest that it has ever been. Gotcha. So that's why it's hard. But is, that's is, more, is that... more or less more what a game here costs. Gotcha. If I were to go buy it on a regular store, that's more or less what it would cost. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. 
Yeah, because I, I know Australia also, they pay a lot more for games. I think it's closer to like $100 is, is what they pay. Oh, uh, um, I've got no idea. But, but yeah, it's, it's kind of ridiculous that it hasn't gone up because mm-hmm. games have gotten so much bigger. They've gotten so much more expensive to make and instead of increasing the actual price of the games that's how we started to get things like loot boxes and monetization in all sorts of stuff buy this new skin buy this new thing buy this new who knows what right yeah that's one of the interesting discussions that has come from it whether 70 dollars does mean that they will get indeed more money because one thing that you learn when you study economics is that increasing the price doesn't always mean that you will get more money. Right. For example, let's say you have a pool of people and you have a certain product that you want to sell. Say you try to sell that product at $10, and because of the $10 now, 20 people want to buy it. That's, in the end, $200 that you get. Whereas, say now you set the price at $15, now only 10 people will buy it which is then translates to $150 that you get. Right. A higher price doesn't always mean that you will get more money. So that's one of the interesting things that, that we'll see whether or not people will go with the price increase. Do you maintain the same amount of people buying the game at $70 as you, they did at 60 What's the drop-off of people? How many fewer people are buying the games? And that... That does does that in a certain way cancel itself out that you do get more money. I'm interested to see. I I can't say whether you will get more money or not now. Yeah. The interesting thing to me is that we still have like we still don't know if Sony or Xbox yeah, will no. be pricing their games. This is this only way. what two K. Yeah, NBA two K is the only one that has officially announced that it will be. $70 for the next yeah, we know. version. So This is all I mean, assuming that everyone else also goes with the price increase. We know nothing now. Right, like Sony and Microsoft could be like, nope, it's still 60 bucks," and then NBA yep. 2K is like, uh, whoops, we're also 60 bucks now. You and know? it also could be that 2K feels like they can indeed sell their game at a higher price and get more money, whereas maybe Sony, Microsoft, and every other developer could get to a different conclusion that no $70 will mean that we get fewer or less money is really interesting to me because I think for a long time a bunch of uh like sports games they've brought up the fact that like hey not much really changes in these games from year to year so should we be paying full price for these things should it I mean, be more like a $40 thing and then maybe every year pay a small fee to update the roster and the features or yeah. something? Like, it's it's an interesting thing. I think um, what I did not see in this article, if I'm not mistaken, I think you can get the, like, if you buy the PlayStation 4 version and mm-hmm. you want to upgrade it to the next gen, you can get the special edition edition version which i think is the kobe bryant black mamba edition yep. and it's a hundred dollars 
Yeah, so 2K isn't really doing like a conversion. If you have a PS4 version, you get a PS5 version for free. Right. They're they're not. I doing do see smart this more like. Delivery. Yeah, it is more like you pay a hundred dollars, and that will also include an next gen version. Yeah, which, to be honest, I feel like is kind of shitty. Uh, I don't really see like that because I know right now a lot of people are expecting now are expecting from publishers to just give out the next gen version. Mm-hmm. I don't think we are at the that point yet to actually expect that from from people. Right. You 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 make a great p- point there. But mm-hmm. I th- I think I mean I I know it's a collector's addition. Yeah. Um but like I I don't I I don't know if I've heard anything about like hey if you just bought the regular version if you bought the $60 version and you don't want to get the collector's one, but you still want to upgrade. Like I, I don't know if they've announced anything for that. Of like, hey, pay fifteen bucks and you can update that. Um, yeah, I mean, at, at this point, I doubt that they will actually have a different conversion method where mm-hmm. you pay a certain amount of money and they you will get the upgrade version. Because I do feel like. You a hundred dollars for the collector's edition. That means that if if you were to buy the PS4 version and the PS5 version separately, that's one hundred and thirty dollars. So in a way, you would be saving thirty dollars with that purchase. Purchase. So I do do not see them that's having this point. other the this other alternative giving you yet another alternative. Yeah. Uh, let's see, I had something else I wanted to say that was interesting about this story, and now I completely forget what I was mm. going to, to say. Uh, yeah, one thing that I wanted to bring up before to it. your point earlier that sport, sports games in, in, in general do tend to think that they don't justify necessarily another $60 purchase when you get another game because it does feel like it's mostly just roster updates mm-hmm. this week we did see a lot of people getting mad at i think ea because something came out as to what what new things will be in the next nfl game i think and people were pissed that that didn't seem much like it felt like that should have been an update interesting yeah yeah i mean that's, that's something i wanted to bring up kind of what what you get when they have to hush them out like every nine months yeah right? I, yeah more or less yeah you don't get much uh you don't get any much done in such a short period of time yeah anyways let's move on to number three uh here on our news list number three xbox summer game fest demo event is going to be happening later this month Uh, This is coming from Glenn Gregory over at Xbox, who writes, As announced by Jeff Keighley as part of Summer Games Fest, Xbox is proud to reveal our Summer Games Fest demo event. Uh, We'll be live on Xbox One from July 21st to July 27th. We'll have more than 60 brand new games. 
game demos for upcoming unreleased Xbox games available to check out for free. Uh, look for the special Game Fest demo tile on the Xbox One dashboard that week to find the collection of available demos. What do you think such about cool this idea. one, Ignacio? Oh, it's such a cool idea. I love it. I, yeah. I love that they are doing this. That's one thing that I wanted publishers to actually do for, for the longest time mm -hmm. is actually release their game demos that they usually reserve for events. Just release them online. Because to me, in, in particular, I'm not able to play any you know, of these demos that you'd see at events like A3 or PAX or whatever, because none of those come here, of course. So it is a cool thing that they are doing this. But one of their struggles that they will have to overcome, which is one of the reasons that the publishers don't do this, is that these are games that are so early in their development yes. that the fear always is that people would, will see these demos as indicative of the end product. And so that's usually why developers don't actually pull, pull their demos online because of that. They are usually in such an early state. Which so one of those struggles... interesting because mm -hmm. uh, they put that in this big long blog, blog yeah. post on Xbox. They have a few bullet points uh, that are just like, hey, here's a few things to keep in mind. And yeah, it's basically saying that. Like these are very early. Like these are going to be broken. These are not going to re mm -hmm. reflect the like the actual game and some of these things might be games that won't come out for like four or five years yeah so so that's one of the struggles that they will have to overcome and mm -hmm. i'm curious to see how they will actually do it because i don't think that just putting it now on their blog post will actually do anything mm -hmm. i'm curious to whether or not whenever you go to play the demo do they just put some text on the screen that is just, hey, this is an early build. Please don't think of it as indicative of the right. end, end product. Right. I do wonder how they will do it, if they do it. I think we'll see. Should. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I, I, I still think this is a phenomenal idea. Because if, yeah. if nothing else, I think it, it's just good that they're being transparent, that like, hey, this mm -hmm. is what the pr press normally gets to play when they go to mm -hmm. E3 or they go to who knows what games com or stuff like that. Right. And I think mm -hmm. normalizing these kind of broken early state games and stuff like that, where it's just like, Hey, here's a concept that we had. Here's an idea. Here's what we're working on. I think doing that will kind of in, in the long run will be a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I do wonder what type of games they will actually get on on board because i do well, think that a lot of developers will be gun shy about showing demos to the whole world so in the post uh they say mm -hmm. they have somewhere between 75 and 100 games when the dust settles uh they will announce mm -hmm. a full list closer to july 21st but here are some of the highlights uh they mention a destroy all humans demo mm -hmm. that must be the remake uh, there's yeah. one called Hellpoint, which is an intense action RPG. Um, they have Skatebird, uh, The Veil, Shadow of the C Crown, and 
audio-based action-adventure game that unlocks the full pot potential of the 3D spatial sound. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Uh, they mentioned These Welcome are to Elk. Games. Yeah. Yeah. These are all smaller games. Uh, I think that that is to be expected. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing the, the list of games that they have, this is the type of games that I was actually picturing that they would actually have in there. So I wonder if they will get support from bigger publishers. Maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see. I, Hopefully. I think that is, especially with some of the bigger publishers, I feel like they like to be a little bit more tight-lipped, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe not, but knowing Jeff, he can kind of usually pull one or two strings uh, yeah, and uh, that's, make, something, that's... make something happen. That's one thing to talk about, is that this is a summer game fest event. Yeah. This is actually Jeff doing something with the brand and actually making, hopefully making something happen. I don't know if, if Microsoft had already this plan in motion and Jeff just came there and said, hey, why don't we do it un under this umbrella? It hopefully it is something probably that Probably a, a mix did. of things, right? Just like, hey, yeah. you're not going to get to be at E3 because there is no E3, so now you have all of these demos that your t t teams and stuff were working on. Why don't we do something with them? Yeah, um, and it being Jeff, it means that you will probably see bigger games in here, because if you don't know, Jeff Healy is usually, if I'm not mistaken, the one who actually prepares and actually puts on Judges Week. Yes. Judges Week is something that that a, a lot of news outlets go out and play games before that they are released, even before E3. This Indeed, happens usually yeah. before E3. So Jeff usually gets bigger names in, into that event. So hopefully that caliber of games actually translates into this event and we actually see bigger games in here. Yeah, hopefully. This is hopefully. a fantastic idea. Mm -hmm. But moving on, number four. Xbox Lockhart to release after Series X? Question mark. Uh, this is coming from Sharif Saeed at VG247, who writes, According to a report from The Rot, uh, Microsoft initially planned for Xbox Series X to launch in late August. Xbox Lockhart uh, would, be, would later follow mid-October. Coronavirus... Uh, obviously altered these plans dramatically, but it's interesting that Microsoft originally planned to launch earlier than the usual November spot. So for those of you guys who are unaware, Xbox Lockhart uh, is kind of the code name for the uh, like smaller Xbox series. The budget series, yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's a bit, bit, bit better. Or not, mm -hmm. not, not smaller. Um, but yeah. So, what, what do you think of this? Uh, does is is this kind of what you were expecting? No, I mean, I, I put the story here because I thought this was an interesting thing to see that Microsoft had planned for even the Series X to be released so soon, so early in the year. And and to also yeah. see that they might have planned for the Lockhart to release after the Series X, 
whereas I usually I thought that they would release those at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. That's why I put it here. It's so interesting it to, it to think it that this is what sense. I could have. Kind of uh, makes sense if you think about it, because sure. they unveiled the console uh, last December, right at the Game Awards. Mm -hmm. They've shown it off, like they they've shown off the tech, they've shown off the hardware, and yeah, like it makes sense around that time to be out just based off what they've shown us. But then, mm -hmm. of course, we didn't know COVID would be doing yeah. its thing, so. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean I, we, I'm expecting them to move back to that November spot or yeah, something like that. But we'll have to wait and see. Mm -hmm. and also, the Lockhart still baffles me as to why it is a thing, because it is supposed to be, uh, like I said, a budget Series X, but the One X is already that. So I wonder what Microsoft will do to differentiate the Lockhart from the One X. How they will make it more powerful than the One X, but less powerful than the Series X, and how that will affect their marketing, and yeah, how they will showcase their own games. I would. It, it still baffles me. If you that don't they have these already, I would go check out Podcast Unlocked and listen to Ryan McCaffrey talk about this stuff because he, he 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 knows a lot about all of the Xbox stuff, and so he's mm -hmm. usually able to speculate or at least have some some good inf inf information on what this stuff might be like and from from what i gather take this with a grain of salt cuz i'm not sure how tr how true it will actually be but from what i understand yeah that's ultimately what they're going to do is eventually phase out the Xbox 1X in mm -hmm. favor of Lockhart Lockhart will then differentiate itself because it will still have the guts of of the series x basically not not the exact same ones but, less but powerful. It will, yeah just a little bit less powerful but it'll still have that like solid state drive stuff like that which is something that um xbox one x currently does not have if i'm not mistaken Mm. That that will still improve load times. It it will still, uh, you know, like it 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 will still help things in general. Yeah, but it also uh, might guess. not have yeah. a disk drive. Might save on that too. Uh, Who knows? I, do, I still think that removing a disk drive won't affect the price that much because we saw it with the mm -hmm. one all digital edition. Right. That they just took away the the disk drive and that only reduced the price on fifty dollars. Yeah, so, it didn't we'll do see. much. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll there's, see. there's been some rumors coming out here about uh, lock lock Lockhart here and there, whatever it might be. Yeah, or look it's like. It's still so so interesting that they haven't actually officially talked about Lockhart because to this point it's still just rumors. Yeah. There's nothing concrete actually about it, but it's something that the industry has known for months already since the I'm, beginning of the year, if not no last year. I'm wondering if it is also a COVID thing where they would have announced it, they would have talked about it, but because COVID happened, maybe they mm -hmm. 
even potentially put some of the production on 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 hold it's like hey let's focus on our main one first and then once you know once we get that out the door then we can be like and next up in this corner (laughs) half the size but still the same heart (laughs) (laughs) that might be one of the reasons that they would eventually release it after the series yeah like like you said focusing on on the development of the series only but i think rumors are now that they will reveal the lockhart on august that's what i've heard yeah i i've heard that as well yeah let's move on to number five which is all about tencent tencent is launching a new studio here in california here in the good old us of a um so this is coming from Pei Li at Reuters.com, who writes, Tencent Holdings, China's biggest social media and video game c- company, launched a new California-based studio this week as it looks to further expand its presence o- 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 overseas. The new studio, Lightspeed a- LA, will be led by former rock star veteran Steve Martin and will focus on development and publishing of AAA titles. Tencent Games' Lightspeed and Quantum Studios said in a statement to Reuters. Hmm. What do you think about this one, Ignacio? Hmm. Interesting one. Yeah, I'm a little. It's one of those things that on on the surface, like if 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 you don't know, it's just like, oh, sweet, cool, new game studio, studio, right? Yeah, but the fact that it, it is Tencent, it's Tencent. Yeah, made, they are one of the biggest like Chinese mega corps, uh, and they, yeah, they have their hands on a lot, a lot, oh, a lot yeah, of aspects do. of the games industry. They do. They, to the they point, are slowly eating it up. To the to the point that. What was it last year, two years ago, when something happened in China? I remember that. I don't remember the specifics, but because something happened in China and Tencent is Chinese, mm-hmm. the impact that that would have on the games industry as a whole was mind blowing how one company would have that much influence on all of the industry. Yeah. They uh, have their hands on so many pies. Yeah, so I, I'm looking in this article here, and l- later down it says, the c- c- company has most recently hired Halo 4 lead designer Scott Werner uh, to head another newly minted new studio, Garooped, under Teamy Studios, the maker of Arena of Valor and Call of Duty Mobile. I think those are the same people working on Pokemon Unite. I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, um, because they did bring up Tencent when they yeah. revealed Unite. But then immediately after that, they write Tencent is also the owner of League of Legends creator uh-huh. Riot Games and has majority of has major, majority control of Clash Epic? of Clans maker uh-huh. Supercell. I think they also have a lot of stock on Epic. Yeah, I if, I, I, I think I think they have. I, it's one of those things where it's like 49% or it's 51% something yeah, like that. But uh, yeah, 
Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Has a lot of money. They they do. It's one of those things that you you kind of need to be skeptical skeptical of and keep an eye on. I think. Yeah. What's again interesting here is that Tencent has their hands on so many parts of the gaming industry. Why make their own studio? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Why not just buy out another one, right? Yeah. Was it Rocksteady that was potentially up? Uh, No, it was all of WB games. All of WB games. Well, still in- included uh, Rocksteady. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, still, like... Yeah, can you imagine if Tencent bought WB games? Goodness gracious. Yeah, like, I... That's... That's a good question. I I I wonder if this is more a long-term play um mm-hmm. for them to not necessarily cuz I, I I think buying a studio outright here in the United States might not go over so well. And I'm I like uh... I so I I wonder if if they if they start their own and just start hiring different people and stuff like that and be like look we're here to make some new ip focus on on triple a games that will Mm. especially target a western market maybe they're hoping to build up some goodwill with that and then maybe i don't know who knows maybe maybe down the road if they'll start getting out of all of these pies that they're in but Mm -hmm. maybe it's just denson trying something new i mean they they already either own part of companies or own a majority of companies why not just see how having their own video game company actually goes for them maybe they're like i'm tired of sticking all my goddamn fingers in all these goddamn pies <laughs> no they love all those pies <laughs> they love all those pies. indeed but something to keep an eye on for sure mm-hmm that about wraps us up for all the major news stories for this week. Let's move on to our new and notable section. Ubisoft has a brand new battle royale game. Uh, Hyperscape. Is, is that yep. the full name? As far as I know, yes. Hyperscape? I, Maybe. I don't I know think. why I thought it had something else. It was like Hyperscape something. Let me see. Hyperscape uh, game. You might be right. It might just be that. Yeah, that's it. Hyperscape. Uh, looks like it is a free-to-play battle royale with a cyberpunk twist, uh, like a sci-fi cyberpunk sure. twist. I don't know necessarily cyberpunk, but yeah, it is kind of futuristic. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't seen much of the game. Now that I think I've about seen it. a little bit. I listened yeah. to a brief thing. Uh, Michael... I am from GameSpot uh, was talking about it. Seemed yeah. like it was pretty decent. It seems like they need to balance some things, uh, but they do sure. their loot system a little differently, which I oh. thought was k- kind uh-huh. of interesting. Oh. So in games like... In games like Destiny or Apex... I think a lot of people are used to, uh, oh, you have, like, the epic tier loot. You have the, like, orange tier, the purple tier, stuff like that, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. In in this, all of the loot starts out the exact same. 
Like it's oh. it's all it's all just the base level loot. And if you if you collect multiples of that same loot, it upgrades mm-hmm. it. So oh, if cool. you f- find a shot g- g- gun, that is the only shot g- 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 gun or the the only t- t- type of shot g- 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 gun in the game. Yeah. But as you continue to find more shot g- g- guns, then it starts to up g- 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 upgrade it and be like, okay, now you have a stronger shotgun now it has more of a blast radius now it has a second dairy fire or something mm-hmm. like that um yeah I'm, I'm looking at gameplay right now and it, the game is so fast yeah i've heard I mean, people talk about how fast it is how they are comparing more to uh an unreal tournament game which are games that i love but yeah no the game is so fast i'm yeah. looking at someone play right now that, that that's that's what i've i've heard too it's more like the arena shooters, yeah, um, and it's cool that it, it is one environment. It is only a city, but it's a big city. It, there's a lot of high ground in there, a lot of tall buildings. Mm-hmm. It looks cool, and also I I think that the game has an interesting release rollout. I don't know if you saw any story about it. I I know it's going to be free to play uh-huh. it's free to play now but i think they're doing something similar to what valorant did right you have to get a yeah it is drop. free to play but yeah you have to get oh that's one of the things that we had to talk about the game is tied to twitch yes. they develop it with twitch in mind with yeah in, in with twitch so there's a strong twitch element on it and I think that if you watch the streamers for a long enough time, you get a key for the game. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Devolver Digital is having their Devolver Direct on Saturday, June 11th at 12 p.m. Pacific. July. Uh, oh, did I say June? Uh, yeah. I meant July. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that'll be next week right before we record our podcast for this mm-hmm. next week. They they usually do some k- kind of silly, wacky yeah. something, uh, so their stuff is fun, or at least in- interesting to watch. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout for that and all the new stuff they have c- coming up next week. Uh, next up, though, the PlayStation Plus games for July are going to be Rise of the Tomb Raider, NBA 2K20, and uh, we, we get a third one month because I think it's the 10th anniversary of yeah. PlayStation uh-huh. Plus or something like that. Which I, I, I expected something bigger from the 10th anniversary. Yeah. I did too, but the third game that we get is the FMV game, Erica. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I already have Tomb Raider. Yeah. I'm not oh. a big sports game. Erica, maybe I'll try because I haven't really yeah, played with, anything like that. The thing with Erica is oh, that gosh. I haven't heard anything good from it. Interesting. I've heard negative stuff about the game. Well, I don't know. I haven't played it. I have no idea what it even is. But that's what I've heard. Yeah. But yeah, then Tomb Raider, that is a great game for people that haven't played it. It is. Yeah, it is a good game, that's for sure. But it's also 
it's that's the first one, right? Rise of the Tomb. No, the second Raider? one. That's the second one. All right, cool. So that one, yeah, uh, that one's a little bit bigger. I was open for sh- Shadow when I saw that it was gonna be a Tomb Raider game because I I've played the first two, but I haven't played that third one. You know, come on, Schwartz. Yeah, come the third on, one Schwartz. Isn't great. To be honest, it is good. Yeah. It, eh. yeah, but something interesting that I just thought about is that if I remember correctly. By this point, last generation, one of the PS Plus games was the first Tomb Raider game. Yeah. So now they're giving the second Tomb Raider game at about the same time the generation. I just thought that that was interesting. Uh, Speaking of free games, let's go on to our next one, which is the Xbox Games with Gold. Uh, For July, we got WRC8. Which I'll be honest, I have no idea what that is. I think it's a racing game. How do you not uh, know? I look. I looked it up, and the 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 like name of that thing is ridiculous, and it does not describe what it is. Yeah, no, I've I've never heard of it's W-R-C. like WRC rate rally something something. So I was and like, there's an eighth, eighth, eighth yeah. version of this game. Apparently, yeah. Who knows? Uh, but WRC8 as well as Dunk Lords, which sounds like an arcade basketball game. Uh-huh. Uh, but then for Xbox 360, which is also available for backwards compatible stuff, uh, you guys mm-hmm. can also pick up Saints Row 2 and Juju. 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 Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, free games free games go pick up those free games uh with that let's move on to our upper runners fallout is getting in amazon prime tv series supposedly yeah supposedly i think it is official it's uh, yeah they 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 did like officially tweet it out and and stuff like that but it's Always one of those things, like, I'll believe it when I see it. Sure. Yeah. So, it is that should cool, be right? interesting. I'm wondering how they're going to c- c- capture, like, the heart and soul of, of, I think, what modern-day Fallout has gotten to be, which is that it mm-hmm. is this, like, buggy mess. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you think? That they will translate that into a show? I don't know. Like I, I, no. I, I, I kind of expect it, just no. because that's what the games how do. do, you do that? But yeah, like I don't know how you would do that. I don't think that's really the vibe no, that they're going for. But no. we'll see. I do wonder what route they will go with the game, with the show, because I think that there are two interesting ways that you could go with it that I would like to see. Mm-hmm. One would be an anthology series revolving around Ooh, interesting. all the different vaults. Because if you don't know about Fallout and its lore, the vaults aren't are really more like human experiments. Like society experiments. Yeah. Each one had a different kind of experiment within Yeah. That. For example, Vault sixty nine, I think it was. It was like ninety nine women and one man and just to see how nice. society will go and then vault 68 is the gender swap and then there are some crazy votes out there 
Oh, yeah. There are only a there are only a few that are actual vaults made for preserving humanity. All of the other vaults are just experiments. But yeah, that's one interesting route that they could go. The other route could be more about the outside world. To of what's because, happening out there, yeah. Yeah, because at some point uh humanity does start to reappear outside once the nuclear fallout disappears society starts to rebuild and now we get all these different factions that i think could be interesting to see in a show you get the brotherhood of steel you get the society with all of the scientists you get the minutemen yeah Yeah. I, i i wonder if we're gonna get a little bit of everything Mm-hmm. in that like i i i feel like they'll most likely pick one vault the main character is g- g- gonna be you know from that vault and they escape and then it's like oh yeah mm-hmm. they run into the minuteman and the brotherhood of steel and all that which stuff. would be like the typical plot for our fallout game yeah but then mm-hmm. i'm wondering if we're g- g- gonna get like a b plot that is like here's another vault that hasn't uh, opened up yet and here's the stuff yeah. that's going on inside. And I'm wondering, like, they have, and this is a very strange opportunity that they have. What if that vault, the the whole experiment with that vault is that it was to be a reality TV show <laughs> thing, right? And it's like <laughs> the office, but it's inside the vault. Sure. Uh, which... They could also do something completely different and kind of do a different take on this thing. Mm-hmm. And like, we, we've ne- like the whole world has basically now been in quarantine for a while. Like, we know what it's mm-hmm. like, kind of, to to be in these bunkers and these vaults. Like, what if they updated it a bit so that it's not yeah. necessarily nuclear, but it's like a deadly virus or something? Uh, no, I think. I mean the game. The name of the game is Fallout. Sure, it has to be nuclear. Right. I mean nuclear, nuclear weapons or nuclear everything. The whole Fallout universe revolves around that about the whole nuclear energy. So I do think one of the interesting things would be actually showing the moments before, before everything went to shit, mm-hmm. like showing the conflict, uh, that led to the whole nuclear warfare. That would be an interesting Pretty thing sure to show. Pretty sure HBO did a show on that called uh, Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, they could have <laughs> it. They could have their own Chernobyl competitor. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think that's one interesting thing that you could do. They, but they, yeah, they who have knows? some interesting opportunities with that yeah. show. Who knows? Uh, who knows if it will actually come out like you said before. Next up, PlayStation has pulled their advertising from Facebook and Instagram for the entire month as p- part of the Stop Hate for Profit c- c- campaign. Uh, I didn't know it was just for a month. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was permanent too yeah. or, or just, you know, in indefinite thing. But yeah, it's apparently only for a month. Um, and yeah, we talked a little bit about Facebook last week mm-hmm. uh, when Mario was was here, uh, and we were t- 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 talking with 
him about Mixer shutting down and Microsoft being like, okay, everyone, go to Facebook Gaming. And everyone's hey. like, oh, but it's Facebook. And they're not great. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this news came shortly out after that. So hopefully this kind of makes a statement and can help them. Uh, I know Sony is not the only company to do no. this. I think last week I mentioned that there was uh, that Facebook was losing a lot of money um, no. from advertisers pulling out stuff like that. So hopefully they whip some things into shape. Yeah, hopefully. Mm -hmm. uh next up andy mcnamara matt cotto and leo vader are all leaving game informer i thought this was an mm. interesting one because andy mcnamara has been uh with G G G G game informer forever it seems like um mm. so yeah that's that's an interesting story we know last year game informer got a bunch of layoffs yeah. um they are owned by GameStop, GameStop. Mm -hmm. of that stuff, and GameStop is not doing well. I know a bunch of them quit Game Informer and went to go start mm -hmm. uh, MinMax, uh, which I oh, right. really yeah. enjoyed their podcast. And I know mm -hmm. at least Leo Vader is now going to be joining MinMax with them. So, but, um, so I heard that Andy was leaving Game Informer, and from what I heard or read, I did seem like it wasn't that he got fired. It was that he just left for whatever reason. I don't yeah. know if that's the case for everyone here. I don't. I don't know if that's really the case. I don't know. Have you read about I, it? I have why not, they left? Um, I have not read why yet. But uh, I I know kind of funny had a, an interview with Andy uh, on we have cool friends, which is one of their podcasts. And I'm sure they're going to be t talking about it with Leo on MinMax. Um, yeah. We'll see. I remember. Yeah, they've done stuff with GameFormer before. I mean, I kind of funny now uh, part-time employees, Emron Khan, who's former GameFormer. Mm -hmm. So I, I do expect to see more of the GameFormer people pop up in there and maybe sh share their story. Yeah, hopefully. I would mm -hmm. like to hear... What it was like, right? As as layoffs were happening, as the writing is kind of on the wall of just like, hey, this might not be yeah. around much longer, you know. Well, so. GameStop isn't doing well right now, so I, yeah, unfortunately, that would indeed translate into Game Informer. Yeah. Uh, next up is a very in. Interesting one. Uh, a high school student was arrested on charges of threatening to bomb Konami. Mm. I, uh, apparently, there was a bug in Pro Evolution Soccer, and he kept losing. And yeah, he like uh, on some like review sites and stuff. He put all of these like of these threatening messages, and they arrested him. So don't do that. Don't yeah, do that. No. Don't <laughs> send. Look, uh, we we talked about uh, the Last of Us Part Two at the start of of this. Yeah. Some of the actors are getting death threats, which is uh, which is uh, fucking wild. Don't do that uh, shit. 
It's yeah. uncalled for. It is unnecessary. If if it's dumb, that is dumb. If they, that is something, they are you, actors. They are not the characters. Yeah, they they are not their characters. Yeah. And if that is something you feel the need to do, you seriously need to rethink yeah. some things in your life. That is not something you should be doing, mm. whatsoever. Jeez. Mm. Anyways, uh, Twitch has broken their first quarter record uh, with 5 billion total hours watched here in Q2. Uh, And they broke a few other records, uh, which, yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Everyone is still stuck at home. Good on them. Mm -hmm. Still, still, still. Twitch, keep getting bigger and bigger. Stronger and stronger. I, 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 I... I think uh, the thing that I read said that they are they're like sixty eight or sixty nine percent of the market yeah. Sh- share. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Huge. Um, next up, Discord is moving away from its gaming roots. You guys don't know Discord huh. is a uh, chat program similar to Slack. Uh, or mm. if if you've used uh, pro programs like TeamSpeak or Skype, uh, this is mm-hmm. a very similar product. But this one was built specifically with gamers in mind. Uh, they tried at one point to launch their own gaming store. Didn't yep. really work out. They ended no. up shutting that down. And I think now, especially with the pandemic and uh, with people just needing a way to communicate, I think they saw an opportunity to just be like, hey, we can serve a lot more people than just gamers here. So Yeah, I mean, it it makes sense in the current environment. I mean, I lately for college stuff have been using Discord a lot, not because of gaming, but because it's... uh, a convenient way to yeah. actually talk to other people and plan stuff out. Free, yeah. yeah you can do it's voice free. chat, you can do video mm-hmm. chat, all sorts of stuff. Show your screen and all that. Like yeah. a whole bunch of chat rooms. And also, I know that Kenneth Fanny is using it a lot to actually record their own shows. Yeah. So yeah. It, it isn't surprising to me that they are now trying to move away from gaming because I think Discord can be so much more than just that. Yeah, I mean it. It already kind of is, but it's just that their 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 yeah. marketing is so much like, "Hey, you're a gamer. We're gamers too," <laughs> you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, Ho- hopefully mm-hmm. this works out because I also really like Discord. I think they're a great platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last but not least, a little bit before we rec- we started recording, uh, apparently some Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay has been leaked. Which I uh, have watched. Uh, so I, yeah, I've I've seen a couple screenshots. Uh, if you're not wanting to get spoiled on on stuff like that, I I don't know how much story relevant stuff is in there. Uh, um, I don't know. I found a video. I, I didn't watch my own. Yeah, I. So I mean, just be aware that that stuff is now out there. If you are wanting to go, uh, go in blind to yeah, that there is story here. Game. I'm looking at it. Um, there is a story here. Okay. So, so yeah. Uh, but 
if you don't really care, then yeah, it's, it just it, it seems like typical Assassin's Creed gameplay according to the, yeah. the newer RPG-like ones. So. Yeah, from this video, it reminds me a lot of Odyssey. Yeah. It looks a lot like it. It looks like it plays a lot like Odyssey, but they've added some stuff here and there to the gameplay. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it mostly looks like Odyssey. Although something I've seen people talk about on Twitter is that it, it kind of looks like The Witcher, which I do share looking at the video here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, there you go. That stuff is out there. If you guys yeah, want to go Yeah, we finally got down. Valhalla, Valhalla gameplay. Uh, gameplay. Right? <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Um, yeah, well, that wraps up our upper runners. Mm -hmm. Ignacio, what are you yep. looking forward to, to this week? Being the Iron Man. More. I am Iron Man. <laughs> I think that, that's two different songs put together. <laughs> but yeah, now playing more Iron Man VR and yeah, keep playing Breath of the Wild. Okay. I don't have Good anything stuff. else planned to play. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm still chugging along in Gears Tactics. I'm hoping to get almost done with that that one. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of at the point where I'm just like, yeah, I kind of want to move on to something else. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and then we'll see how far I get with Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I mean, uh, Blind Forest. Ori and the Blind yeah. Forest. That's the one. We'll see. I'm excited. We are getting ever closer to Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that's, what, in a week? Two weeks? Three weeks? Two weeks. Two I weeks? think it c comes out on the 17th. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. here you go, man. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. It's going to be here soon. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait. Stuff. Ignacio, where can they find you on the internet? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. My name. So, you guys can find me at Yoke Kyle Springer uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are on Twitter at The Whatnots. Go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. I think we're sitting at uh, 78 subscribers on our YouTube channel. Uh, so, we are still pushing for 100 uh, on that stuff. That's where we put all of our podcasts up, including our other shows. Uh, so yeah, we would love for you guys to come join us on those ones as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but with that said, let's get out of here. This has been episode 32. We'll be back next week uh, for episode 33. Until then, goodbye. Bye.